What's up, Bandive crew? James here. And before we jump into this episode, I wanted to ask you a question. Have you ever wished there was a way to connect with me as well as other listeners in real time? I have the solution. I finally got around to making a Bandive Discord server, which is people have been asking me for years and I just wasn't listening. I wish I had done this sooner because I couldn't be happier with the results. It's been fantastic. And we would love to see you join us. We have discussions about the music business, gear, the podcast, and a general channel as well. You can join the discussion now by visiting bandhive.rocks slash discord. Again, that is bandhive.rocks slash discord. Welcome to episode 118 of the Bandhive podcast. You're listening to the Bandhive podcast, the number one online resource for DIY bands to learn about the music business and touring. If you want to turn your band into a lean, mean touring machine, you're in the right place. Now, let's get this show on the road. It is time for another solo episode of the Bandhive Podcast. My name is James Cross, and I'm here to talk to you about the production bell curve. I know this doesn't sound exciting, but really it means that if you want to be mainstream, production matters. If you don't care about being mainstream, then production doesn't matter as much. But this doesn't just come down to how mainstream you want to be. It also matters on how mainstream your song is. For example, if you're playing pop punk, even if you don't care about becoming mainstream, if you want just a handful of fans to care about you, you still need to have somewhat good production because you're in a style that relies on good production. By now, as music fans, we've all noticed that the most popular music has extremely polished production. Even if it's lo-fi music, it is lo-fi in a nice, warm, and comforting way. Unlike many of the home recordings I hear that are lo-fi in a harsh, brittle, just bad way. And this is because commercial lo-fi successes have really good production, but it's minimalistic. And that's the difference. Good lo-fi is minimalistic, but clean, warm production versus bad lo-fi, for lack of a better term, which is just lo-fi because the recording isn't good. There's a key difference there. And for people to enjoy music, it does need to sound appealing. And that's why production is so important for most artists. Now, here's where the bell curve comes in. Imagine a bell curve, or if you're on YouTube, Check the screen because I'll put up a a graph here of what I'm talking about. At the peak of the bell curve, from about 45 to 55%, you have the top 10% of artists. These top 10% represent mainstream music. This doesn't necessarily mean top 40 mainstream, just that they're mainstream in any popular genre, whether it's pop, rock, rap, or something else that's widely popular. This center range is what probably 90 to 95% of people in the U.S. listen to. I know in other places like in Germany, underground music is a lot more popular than it is here in the U.S. In the U.S., pop is the dominant genre. Nonetheless, in that center range, whether it's pop or not, it's commercially viable and well-produced. So we're talking about like, you know, obviously you're Justin Bieber's, but also the used and modern AFI. Well, I shouldn't say modern AFI. I should say like mid-era AFI. Great production, great talent, and a very popular sound, even if they're not necessarily mainstream. 
But depending on your style and what you intend to do with your music, maybe you don't need to have that amazing production because on either side of that peak, the bell curve gradually tails off. Let's say to the left of the bell curve, you have the more simple styles of music like 80s punk or solo acoustic acts, something with a rather stripped back raw sound. On this end of the spectrum, production can be more laid back and still find an audience because it's about the soul of the music and the fans appreciate raw, real art. That's really what it comes down to, is the fans don't care about production because they just care about whether it's real or not. On the other side, the right, you have more technical artists. The production, again, doesn't matter as much because the technical skill and ability of the performers matters more than the overall sound. So we're talking about like your guitar legends, your Joe Bonamassas, your Steve Vai's, those kind of guys. They are just so good at their instrument that it doesn't matter if the production is good. Now, those two artists I mentioned have really good production, but I'm saying if that's what you're going for, production doesn't matter as much just because of how impressive the sheer talent of the performance is. If you hear an impeccable lead guitar, that's going to outweigh how good the mix is in most cases. So what's my point here? Well, if you want to be famous, you're going to need to pay attention to your production and make sure your production is at least passable to a mainstream audience. Don't settle for poor production. It is not worth it. You need to make the proper investment. Like I was saying earlier, a pop punk band who prides themselves on being DIY but has awful mixes, they're not going to go anywhere just because pop punk, by definition, is a polished genre. You cannot have pop punk and poor production. Those don't go together. You can have punk and poor production, that's fine. But pop punk, right there, that pop aspect relies on good production, as well as, you know, poppy harmonies and melodies and that kind of stuff. But overall, it's a genre that relies on good production. You, as a DIY artist, can still maintain your DIY roots while outsourcing things like production or graphic design. You don't have to do everything yourself. Being DIY doesn't mean you have to do everything yourself, at least not in the Bandhive world. We mean delegate it yourself because you make the decisions, you're in control, you don't have a label or a management company telling you what to do. You and your bandmates are in charge, which means you do it yourself by delegating to the right people for the right jobs. So as a pop punk band or whatever genre you're in, you can maintain those DIY roots by outsourcing to the right people and making your project better. You make those choices. That means you're still DIY. For an example, even going back to Green Day's album Dookie, the production, it was simple, but it was well executed. It sounds pleasant and appealing. You can say the same thing for lots of other genres, metal, electronic, and of course pop. You can have a simple arrangement and production, but still have it sound amazing because the production is good. Simple and good are not mutually exclusive. That is one of the keys here. If you want to show off your raw passion for the art you make, that's fine. You can show off your music with a raw DIY production that, by mainstream standards, isn't very good. That's fine, and you will find an audience there. But don't expect to become a mainstream artist with that audience. At the same time, if you are an amazing instrumentalist, you can focus on that 
and put out music as an instrumentalist and not have to worry as much about the production. But you're not going to become mainstream because that's not what you're going for. If that is what you're going for, then you need to worry about your production. Either way, if your production isn't amazing, you're not likely to become the next Justin Bieber or AFI or The Used or Green Day or any band like that who has had major success, mainstream or not, in their genre. That's not what your goal is. If your goal is to go out there and do a raw production, that's fine. Again, like more power to you, but don't expect mainstream success to come from that. It comes down to looking at your goals and realistically saying, what do I want to do with my music? Do I want to be the biggest band in my genre? If so, pay attention to your production. But if you want to focus on the raw art, the raw talent, anything like that, production's not going to matter as much, like I've said multiple times. You just need to know and understand if you're focusing on raw talent and art, you're probably not going to become the next big act in your genre. I know this might sound super discouraging. I don't intend it to be that way. All I'm saying is understand your goals and base what you do on those goals. Let those goals shape your sound. So if you want to go out and be that next big artist in your genre, go do that. You have the power to do that as a DIY artist. Delegate it yourself. Find the right producer to work with you and make an amazing album. That does it for this episode of the Bandhive podcast. I hope you enjoyed my little uh, my chart here of the Bandhive production bell curve. It's going to be in the show notes at bandhive.rocks slash 118. Again, that's bandhive.rocks slash 118. You can go there to view the chart. It's just a very simple bell curve, but it really does, in my opinion, illustrate how much production matters for some artists and why it doesn't really matter for other artists. So go ahead, take a look at that, bandhive.rocks slash 118. And, you know, we'd love to hear your opinions on this. If you go to bandhive.rocks slash group or search for Bandhive on Facebook, you'll find our group and you can chime in on the discussion for this episode because I want to see if you agree. I think this might be a rather polarizing opinion, even though I personally believe it's true. Maybe you feel otherwise. Maybe you agree. I don't know. Let us know. I've got a fun episode planned for next week, which I'm actually going to be recording in just a few uh, hours or so because I'm going on vacation. I'm going to Germany to see some family for like a week and a half. If everything goes well, please COVID don't ruin this as you have everything else in the past two years. So fingers crossed and uh, I'll be batching out a bunch of content before I go. So I'll be recording again in an hour or two, but you won't hear that until next week, Tuesday at 6 a.m. in your favorite podcasting app. Until then, I hope you have a great week. Stay safe. And of course, as always, keep rocking. Hey, you. Yeah, you with the headphones or the speakers. You've made it to the end of the episode. Thank you so much for listening. While I still have you here, if you're not already in the Bandhive Facebook community, it would be great to see you there. We have over 600 like-minded musicians who are asking questions, sharing their experiences and advice, and much more. So if you want to improve 
your band's business, look no further than the Bandhive Facebook community. You can find it by searching for Bandhive on Facebook, that's B-A-N-D-H-I-V-E, or going to bandhive.rocks slash group. Again, that's bandhive.rocks slash group, and that will automatically redirect you to our Facebook community. I look forward to seeing you there soon.